This is Lord's Financial Planning with Jim Lord. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Lord provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Lord's Financial Planning with your host, Jim Lord. Well, welcome back to another show of Lord's Financial Planning. My name is Jim Lord with my co-host, Tony Shore. we got a real special for you today. In fact, we're recording this show live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Tony called me the other day and he said, you know, the twins have had such a long losing streak. Would you please come up and we'll go to the game together? Lo and behold, last night we watched something spectacular. The Twins beat the Yankees. Now, what about that, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> yep, they did. We watched the Twins uh, snap a, a lengthy losing streak. Oh, mercy. And uh, that was good, though. Uh, yep. They pulled it out and beat the Yankees. Uh, so that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, and, you know, for the first few innings, I thought nothing was going to happen, Tony. Right. I mean, it was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing happening. Mm. Yeah, oh. Baseball can be that way. You can have a bunch of slow innings and then boom. It's kind of like your life. Uh, you know, you're not really worried about retirement, but then boom. It's here. It hits you. <laughs> See what I did there? I made an analogy that brought us into the topic. Oh, right? man, into the topic. Well, you know, what we want to talk about today is some ways that we can avoid returning to the workforce after we retire, Tony. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of things I want to share today, and let's just get started, shall yeah. we? Well, we should. We should jump right into it. And I, Jim, I know you've been busy at Lord's Financial Planning. You always are meeting with folks, talking with our listeners. So really quick, though, before I, I uh, we jump into this, uh, why don't you quickly give your website and phone number in case our listeners have questions or they want to set up one of those complimentary consultations. Excellent. You. Excellent idea. Yeah. Go to our website, lordsfinancialplanning.com. And give our office a call, 785-266-6002. Yep. And while they're there, Jim, they can go to the website and go to the radio page. And on the radio show page, they can click on the iTunes or Google Play button there to subscribe to the show as a podcast. Or they can just go to your website, go to the radio page, and listen to the current show by clicking the little uh, triangle button, the play button. And they can listen to this show. They can listen to past shows. The topics are listed. So maybe there's a, a topic we've covered that they want to know more about. And we want to make that resource available to them because, Jim, uh, you've been in this business a long time and you have a lot of information to share. Now, th today's topic is another good one. Ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement. I'm excited to hear about this one. I'm, I'm sure it would feel that uh, we did a lot of work during our working years for nothing if we don't truly get to retire, right? Well, Tony, you know, it's been said that Ben Franklin once wrote that there was nothing guaranteed in life but death and taxes. And we've heard that a number of times, you know. And and, and even the best retirement plans, they can go asunder. However, you know, for many retirees, it's, it's, it isn't always a lack of funds that drives them back into the workforce. You know, certainly lack of money has one reason that they might go back to the workforce, but, but others find that they're missing the fulfillment of in retirement. And so oftentimes, uh, you know, that retirement journey is, is not a destination. It's a journey. So, you know, today we're going to talk about some options that you might want to think about 
so that you don't have to return to the workforce, Tony, if you yeah. don't want to. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, you can stay retired, and I, that's the thing. Uh, you don't want to have to or be forced to go back to work. Now, a lot of people decide, oh, I'm bored. I want to go back to work. That's a different thing. Uh, but you mentioned journey, uh, retirement journey. Uh, maybe we should call this episode Don't Stop Believing in Retirement. See, that's an old Journey song. Remember that band Journey, Jim? Uh, you know, my son got me a CD here a while back from Journey, and I had kind of forgotten about that. But, you know, no, that's not the same band. It's it's not <laughs> it's not Steve Perry and the boys from Journey. Tony, the first option that I want to talk about today is one that I feel is very important to consider. You know, I, I've helped a lot of people on their retirement journey. And, and the most successful and happy journeys are the ones that uh, about retiring to something, not just simply retiring to escape the job or the career that you're in. And, right. you know, one, one common reason for retirees to return to work is simply boredom. Now, you know, after retirement, uh, many people tell me that, you know, they wonder how they had time to work. But then after a while, they've done all the projects that they've been putting off and they get bored. So some people focus solely on achieving their financial goals, but but they neglect to think enough about what they're going to actually do in retirement. And when, when they get to retirement, they find themselves without a purpose, Tony. Mm, not good. Now, how can we avoid that wandering without a purpose feeling? I mean, is there is this where a retirement plan comes in? Can that help? Well, Tony, a retirement savings plan is uh, certainly part of the blueprint. Some people would say half of the blueprint. But, you know, designing how you're going to live a purposeful retirement is is absolutely vital. You know, you need to visualize, you know, what your days without work might be like. Think about think about what are you going to do when you retire? You know, maybe take a take a pre-retirement vacation and and practice how you're going to live. You know, what activities excite you and, um, you know, get you up in the morning? What what do you want to do? Where are you going to live? Who are you going to interact with? Uh, what's on your bucket list? You know, how many uh, things that you've always wanted to do that you haven't got around to doing? So, you know, if, if you struggle to see yourself as retired, you might not enjoy that lifestyle. So retirement's a new chapter in your life. It's not a destination. It's a chapter. And creating an outline before you start to write it can kind of help keep you from having writer's blocks, Tony. <laughs> yeah, and you gave some really good questions to ask ourselves, and I'm sure that uh, these things can really impact our future in retirement. What's something else, though, that we should consider, Jim? Well, I believe this to be the most important decision that you're going to make when it comes to um, your retirement, and that's probably Social Security. You know, deciding when to apply, how to apply, uh, makes a whole lot of difference in your income, quite frankly. So uh, that's that's certainly a big deal. You know, in other words, uh, you need to understand the two factors that are going to most affect your monthly benefit. There's uh, one thing called the primary insurance amount, referred to as the PIA. So if somebody's talking in code, that's what it means, Tony. Or full retirement, that's the FRA. Yep. So does when we begin taking our benefit play a big part in maximizing our Social Security benefit? It does, doesn't it? Oh, yes, it does, Tony. You know, uh, this, this is why, you know, our next option is to delay your retirement date, okay? So delaying retirement is a, is a practical way to avoid having to return to the workforce. You know, if you, if you continue working, as an example, and you focus on putting more money, uh, uh, more of your income into savings or, uh, you know, a retirement plan of some type and watching it grow and 
seeing the compound interest work for you, then then you've strengthened your nest egg and you've got less time you've got a uh, you know you've got a fund for your retirement. Right. So you know something to consider. You, you know you might begin to receive early benefits as age uh, early as sixty two. You, you you can do that. Most people yep. know you can do that. Yep. But if if you start receiving benefits as early as age sixty two, Tony, you're only going to get about seventy five cents on the dollar of what you would get if you were to wait to your full retirement age. So you need to know ah, okay. what is your full retirement age. Sure. All right. We've talked about this before, and then. If you're able to push that off out to age 70, yep. it continues to grow from your full retirement age until you're age 70. And at that point, you get about a buck 32 of what you would get if you did it at full retirement age. So, right. you know, taking a loan, this is this is an a, a incredible substantial difference. But when you apply that difference over a lifetime, you know, you can really begin to see how important it is to maximize that Social Security benefit. You know, filing at the wrong time is going to reduce the potential cost you a lot of money. Yeah, and uh, those facts that you're uh, talking about there regarding Social Security are from the Social Security website. From you the, got it. From yep. the very official uh, Social Security government website. Uh, those dollar amounts, you can get all that information there. And then, uh, Jim, I know you run Social Security maximization reports for people to tell them when to file because that's something that the Social Security Agency is not going to do. Absolutely. Um, so I think it's important to note uh, that these numbers that Jim's talking about uh, come from ssa.gov. You can go there. That's ssa.gov. Uh, and those dollar amounts he's talking about, the years you can retire, things like that. You can find out more about that there. But when it comes to maximizing your Social Security benefit, uh, that's not something they do there. Uh, to maximize your benefit, you want to have a financial planner like Jim talked to you. So for some people, I know that filing at the wrong time uh, can be a really costly mistake. But is that a mistake? Uh, is that a mistake that can be fixed? Well, the simple answer is yes and no. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, if, if um, you got to remember, once you file for Social Security, you're permanently locked into whatever that monthly benefit is going to be, Tony. Now, you know, there may be some cost of living raise that takes place, but basically you're locked in. Now, that said, there is one way and one way only that you can change your monthly benefit, but it's often very difficult to take advantage of. Now, if you've only been drawing Social Security for 12 months or less, by paying back all the benefits that you have drawn, you can delay then until later and take the benefit later, which, of course, might increase your benefit. But there's few people that's going to have the money laying around, quite frankly, after they've filed. That's yep. the bottom line, Tony. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's that's excellent. So uh, obviously uh, there is a way, but uh, it sounds like it's a tough one. Now, our time is almost up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we take a quick break here, Jim? Well, Tony, you know, we've shared this time and time again, and that is that doing anything on your own that an expert could help you do in less time or better is really not probably the best way to accomplish things. And so retirement planning is usually a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I just want to encourage people, don't go it on your own. It's pretty leave nerve wracking. It, leave it to a professional. Leave it to a professional. Uh, go to our website, go to lordsfinancialplanning.com. Take a look at all the resources we have there. Download some of the things that are of interest to you. And then give us a call. Call us at 785-266-6002. Tell the staff you'd like to have a one-hour, no-obligation consultation. 
All right. Wow, that sounds great. That's a great opportunity, a good offer for our listeners, Jim. And listeners, stay tuned to listen and learn more about options for avoiding having to return to the workforce after you retire. If you plan before you retire, uh, there are ways to avoid that in retirement. And we're going to be right back with more of the Lord's Financial Planning Radio Show right after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Lord's Financial Planning at 785-266-6002 or visit lordsfinancialplanning.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Hello and welcome back to the Lord's Financial Planning Radio Show. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan, as I like to call him, Jim Lord of Lord's Financial Planning, of course, is here. And Jim, great show today. Uh, you're talking about ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement. And so far, you've covered two different ways. Uh, the first one was retire to something have a plan on what you're going to actually do in retirement. Uh, a lot of people don't think about that, or they just think, well, I'm going to golf or read. That's not a plan. Uh, that's a that's a great idea, and you might do that for a few days, but after a few weeks. Uh, and then you said delay your retirement date. That might be a necessity. Uh, what's another way? Well, <clears throat> We call it downsizing. It might be just getting rid of stuff. But, you know, <laughs> you know, remember, you know, one of the questions that we brought up when we were talking about retiring to something is the first segment of the show. But but if you missed it, you know, go to our website, go to lordsfinancialplanning.com, uh, click on the episode. You can listen to the whole thing again. And, and, you know, we've got some other episodes recorded there you can listen to also, Tony. Sure. And you were going to talk about, you mentioned downsizing, but I think you're talking about relocating. You mean like moving to another place? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, that, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, downsizing, of course, takes place when you relocate. You usually get rid of your stuff. Yeah, that's true. Uh, downsizing is, is more than moving from a big house to a small house, mm -hmm. but it's getting rid of a lot of junk. A lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of stuff. You know, you know, like moving to a new place, absolutely you know, and there's a lot of seniors that are flocking to places like uh, Florida, Arizona. And, and quite frankly, Tony, there are reasons that people flock to Florida and Arizona besides the beaches and, uh, you know, whatever. Might yeah, be, not just the weather. No, not just the weather. It might be, of course, right now the weather is not too good down that area. No. But, but it might be uh, the, the taxes. You know, there's no income state income tax in those states. Wow. So you can avoid that. Now, you know, if, if beaches, uh, you know, aren't necessarily your thing or desert, there are some other states out there, though, that do have the same thing. And uh, you might want to go to, uh, there's a there's an article out there from uh, uh, bankrate.com. It was published in July of this year uh, about, is a state with no income tax a better or worse place? Now, there are seven states that forego individual income taxes in 2018, just for your information. There's Alaska. There's good hunting up there, Tony. Yep. There's Florida. I think they hunt alligators down there. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, Nevada. You gamble out there. Yeah. There's South Dakota. I'm not sure what you do there. Texas, Wyoming, uh, Washington, great, great places. So, uh, you know, residents of New Hampshire and Tennessee also are spared from handing over that extra chunk of their paycheck. You know, 
they don't have to pay on they're going to have to pay on dividends though and income from investments but they don't have to pay it on income tax so you know no matter the climate that you uh, that you like whether you like cowboys or whether you like casinos or whether you like the beaches there's probably a state for you if that's what you're looking for that doesn't have income tax. That's at, right. At least state tax. That's, that's right. That's yeah. true. Uh, and of course, I've always been a fan of cowboys. You know that. But, right. Uh, right. But not everybody wants to move. So what happens if we want to stay close to friends and family and maybe stay here in the Midwest? Well, this is when we get to the downsizing, okay, and getting rid of our stuff. So, you know, if you prefer to stay there, you know, downsizing your home probably has some dual benefits. You might lower the maintenance costs, lower utilities, lower your property tax. Uh, in another article that I read, U.S. News and World Report, uh, how to decide whether to downsize is right for you or not, uh, breaks down some of the pros and cons, Tony. Yeah, and and I think that's great. Now, um, you know, I love pros and cons lists, so that sounds good. Let me get my pen and paper ready. Maybe our listeners want to do the same, unless, of course, they're driving right now, Jim. Then well, don't. You, you don't want to text and drive. You probably don't want to write and drive. You know? <laughs> Definitely don't want to write and drive. Uh, either one of those things. Uh, so uh, let's go over that. Well, let's talk about it. Okay. Downsizing uh, certainly can make some sense for both financial and logistical reasons, but, you know, it might not be a good choice in every situation. You know, there are many factors that you really want to consider in order to decide whether you're going to downsize and whether it's right for you. So, you know, here are some of the pros and cons uh, of moving to a smaller house. Got your pen and pencil ready there, Tony? <laughs> I, I do. All right, I do. you're not driving. All right, right good. I know right. you're not driving. Yeah. We're in the studio. Okay, good. Well, you know, you know, you can gain access to the equity in your home. Let's say you've got a home that's paid for and you trade for a lesser home and you're able to pay for that lesser home in cash and so you've got some money left over you can either invest or spend, okay? Right. Um, you might lower your monthly cost. Uh, you know, maybe a smaller house is going to have, you know, we've mentioned before, lower utilities, lower taxes. Um, you know, cost to insure it's going to be less. But be aware that these costs may be higher at the new location, even for a smaller home. Now, you know, you may have less to maintain. A smaller house means that you've got less to clean. Wives like that. <laughs> you may have a new home with a smaller yard. We've got less to mow. Uh, this is going to require less maintenance. You know, if, if you move to an apartment or a condo or retirement community where exterior maintenance is included in your monthly fee, you completely eliminate that chore, Tony, and you've got more time to do other things. Now, downsizing also forces you to reduce what we talked about before, getting rid of stuff, reduce yep. some of your possessions. You know, you, you're probably like everybody else. You've accumulated a whole pile of stuff during your yep. lifetime, yep. And, and, and tidying up has become a real popular craze these days. So, you know, I... Something to consider, relocating, getting her into some of those possessions, because, you know, many times when you pass away, your kids say, what in the world did dad keep this for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Well, and those are some good pros. I especially like the one, Jim, about having less to clean oh. and, and less yard work. Less yard work. Yes, I, yes, I, hate, yeah. I hate yard work, mm. uh, to be honest. Uh, some people love it. I'm just not one of those guys. Um what kind of cons, though? Are we? You went over the pros. What are some of the cons? Well, mostly I think it's costly uh, because moving is costly. Yeah. All right. So, you know, the cost of moving um, or disposing of your possessions, you got a realtor commission, you got the money that you spend to fix up the property maybe that you're getting ready to sell. You know, many times you get ready to sell something, and all of a sudden, I remember the last home that we sold, 
I didn't realize how many fine little cracks were in the wall until I took the pictures off and everything was out. <laughs> All right, so so I had some repairing to do. So you got to do yeah, that. And yeah. if you really want to sell it, you got to bring it up to pristine condition. And quite frankly, moving is a hassle. It you is. Know, there's a, it, it, it takes a lot of time, energy. True. You know, packing, unpacking. Um, and, you know, for everything you, you're not going to move, you have to figure out, what am I going to do with it? Can I sell it, give it away, donate it? Whatever. You got yeah. to get rid of it. And then, you know, if you're married, you know, if you're married, you know, you and your spouse may have a room in your home. It's kind of your, your 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 personal space. Yeah. Maybe you go to listen to your radio or play music or practice the piano or do whatever. And if you move to a smaller home, you might not have that. So you got to make sure you and your bride or you and your husband are on the same page when it comes to that, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. I mean, I know, Jim, that I enjoy having personal space uh, to work on my collection of ships in a bottle. <laughs> well, that's very common. You know, having personal space is pretty valuable. You yeah. Know? And, and downsizing, you may just not have that. Yeah, true. Uh, I'm kidding about the ships in the bottle. Ships in the bottle? Yeah, I don't do that. I, huh. I, I don't have my the patience or the fine <laughs> motor skills of my hands to do that. Have you ever watched somebody do that? No. That's kind of interesting. They, they collapse it and push it in there, yeah. and then they erect it. It's wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Well, our time is almost up for this segment. Is there anything else you have for us before we take another quick break here, Jim? Well, Tony, we have said this many, many times. We know that preparing for retirement, if you're really preparing for it, if you're really planning for it, and you're trying to do it all on your own, it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, it There's is. a lot of stuff to take into consideration. And so- mm -hmm. My, my best advice is don't try to go it on your own. Right. You know, Good you, advice. You, you probably wouldn't try to tune your car on your own. Or, okay? or perform surgery on yourself. Yeah, especially brain surgery. So, <laughs> so I would, I'd recommend, if you're listening to the show today, yep. go to lordsfinancialplanning.com, take a look at all the resources we have, then give our office a call at 785-266-6002. Tell the staff you'd like a one-hour, no-obligation consultation. That sounds great. Uh, what's the website again? That's lordsfinancialplanning.com. All right. And remember, when you're at the website, go to the radio page, listen to this show, listen to past shows, or you can subscribe to the show as a podcast so it automatically shows up in your device in iTunes or Google Play uh, every time a new show is posted. That's every single week. And uh, then you can listen to it at your leisure, anytime, anywhere. Um, but great show so far. Uh, we're going to be right back with more ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement with our host, Jim Lord, here on the Lord's Financial Planning Radio Show. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Lord's Financial Planning by visiting lordsfinancialplanning.com or calling us at 785-266-6002. Hello and welcome back to the Lord's Financial Planning Radio Show. I'm Tony Shore, the co-host. I'm just along for the ride. But the man with the plan is, of course, our amazing host, Jim Lord of Lord's Financial Planning. And today we're talking about ways to avoid returning to the workforce after you retire. It seems like it's happening for more and more people because people get bored, we're living longer, maybe they retired too soon and didn't realize what the financial obligation would be. 
Uh, you discussed uh, ways to avoid returning to the workforce uh, already, relocating or downsizing. Uh, and in this last part of the show, I know you wanted to talk about a couple of more ways. Um, uh, you mentioned cutting living expenses. Who doesn't want to cut living expenses, Jim? What are some ways we can do that? Well, you know, retirement opens up a lot of opportunities many times for people, Tony. Uh, ways that you can lower your living expenses, maybe, uh, uh, you know, better money management, frugal living, less wasteful lifestyle. You know, most of us spend a whole lot more money than we really need to. And so you can start paying closer attention to your bank account, your credit cards, and maybe reoccurring costs that you can eliminate. Uh, But, you know, before each new purchase or household item, you need to sort of ask yourself, now, do I really need that stuff? I got a whole garage full of stuff. Don't need anything more. And maybe find some creative ways for things that, that you already own. You know, there's a huge market out there for secondhand goods, Tony. Um, you know, consuming less is better for both your pocketbook and the footprint that you leave here on the earth. And removing those frivolous and unnecessary spending each month leaves more money to spend on experiences that you'd like to experience. You know, like on my next birthday, Tony, I'm going to go sailplaning. Sailplaning. <laughs> wow. Uh, aren't you ambitious? I am. Yeah, I don't think there's enough money in the world. Uh, to get me to do that. Um, and you mentioned another way that you wanted to discuss, uh, discover meaningful work. Uh, that sounds interesting, but I'm not sure what you mean by that. What do you mean by discover meaningful work, Jim? Well, Tony, you know, many retirees um, are happy to leave their career. Now, that wouldn't be sure. you and I because we like what we're doing. I but love what I do. I, I love what I do. But, yep. you know, sometimes uh, people that, that retire, they miss that intellectual engagement that, that comes from from earning a living, you know, maybe they wanted to get out of where they were, but they missed that. And, 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 you know, some maybe miss the challenge of problem solving and, and, and others simply just miss the social aspect of working and going to work each day. So for those who enjoy the pursuit of financial gain, though, retirement could be an excellent opportunity to begin a second career, which maybe combines personal passion and entrepreneurship. You know, if you, if you have a business idea, Uh, and it's something that you're really passionate about, and maybe financial gain is not primarily the motivator, the pursuit may not feel like work at all, Tony. Yeah. That's kind of like you and me. It doesn't feel like work at all. Okay. Discovering a second career, though, or starting a business in retirement is based on something that you enjoy doing, and it could be a surefire way to avoid returning to that prior occupation you had. So volunteering and mentoring could help fill the social and intellectual needs too. So regardless of which direction that you choose, you know, finding meaningful activities and, and work in retirement uh, can be an exceptionally rewarding opportunity, Tony. Well, that's great, Jim. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Tony, it was awesome to watch the Twins actually win a game with you the other night. (laughs) That was great. And I do want to thank our listeners for tuning in today and to listen to us, and and I hope you learned something. So go to our website. Go to lordsfinancialplanning.com. Check out the website. Give us a call, 785-266-6002. Tell the staff you'd like a one-hour, no-obligation consultation. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Lord's Financial Planning. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Lord at Lord's Financial Planning. Call 785 266 
1-800-227-6002 or visit the website at lordsfinancialplanning.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Gradient Securities LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Gradient Securities LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, offers investment advisory services under the DBA of Gradient Wealth Management. Gradient Securities LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Insurance products and services are offered through Lord's Financial Planning. Lord's Financial Planning is not affiliated with Gradient Securities LLC. Gradient Securities LLC and Lord's Financial Planning are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.